Well, good morning, church. How y'all doing today? Let's give God a great big hand. Wow, so, so awesome. And let's take a moment right now. Can we all here today at Bridge City Church, Murraysville, welcome everybody online. Thank you so much. Come on, let's give them a big hand. Thank you for joining with us today. So appreciate it. What an awesome, awesome Sunday we have for you here. Um, this, and this, is like, this is like the Super Bowl of the year for me. Come on, it's Vision Sunday. And uh, this is exciting, and I'm so, so amped that you're here. So this is what I'm gonna, how I'm going to start off. Uh, we here um, at Bridge City Church, especially at Murraysville, I'm going to say, how are you doing? And, you, and, and, and some of you know the drill. We all yell at better than we deserve, okay? So how are you doing? How are you really doing? Come on, that's right. We're all doing so, so much better than we deserve because God is so awesome and so great in our lives. And that's why we're here celebrating today. In vision, it all comes down to vision. And so we have a great, great lineup for you. I'm going to share a little bit with you today. Then Pastor Eric's going to come up and he's going to share uh, our annual report because we just love what God is doing. And then we're going to take a bold look to where we're going in the future here and what this year has in store for us here. Now, I want to start off talking about values. Everybody has values. Whether you realize it or not, we all have them. Now, typically, if we would look at your calendar, or or we used to say the checkbook, but I know many of y'all, that's a thing of the past. I'm old. I still have a checkbook. Come on. Where's all my over 50? Come on, somebody. Yeah, come on. But you look at your calendar and the way you spend your cash, whether it's a checkbook or cash or debit, however you do that, that, those show your values. And that's why we're looking at our values here. We're looking at what we value. And um, and, and, and there's there's three basic values Jesus had. And that's what we're going to look at today. What were those values and how do they still affect us here? But, But ma'am, like recently... Uh, I've been trying to be more healthy. How many of y'all have ever tried to be more healthy? How many of y'all hate it as much as me? Come on, somebody. Yeah. There's three basic things you got to do to be healthy, right? You got to eat right, you got to exercise, right? And you got to sleep good. There's three basic things you got to do. You got to do those three things. If you do those three things, you'll, you'll be, you have a better shot at being healthy, right? Okay, recently, um, I, I, I lost a little bit of weight. I was purposely trying to do it, and it was fun losing the weight. And I got down to where I thought, okay, this is pretty good. And then, I don't know about you, but like, it's so much fun getting there because you can see it happening. But then when you get there, it's more difficult to maintain it. Amen. Yeah, I heard that amen out there. Come on, somebody. Yeah. And it's not, fun. It's not as fun. But you still got to keep doing those three things if you want to maintain health because healthy things grow, growing things change, changing things multiply and get bigger in the healthy way. <laughs> yeah, so those are the three values here. And so this is what, this is what, this is what we're doing. We're going to focus on these three things, these three, these three values that we have. And so what is Vision Sunday all about? I love how the Message Bible reads it in Proverbs 29, 18. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. Oh, man. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most What are they? That's right. How many of y'all are tired of stumbling? How many of y'all like to be more blessed? 
Come on, that's me. Come on, I want to see what God's doing. I want to apply my heart to that. And so that there I will receive the blessings there. It's vision. It's where there's no prophetic vision. People cast off restraint. And today is all about keeping the main thing, the plain thing. See, sometimes it gets crowded. Sometimes life happens and, 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 and we get all these things pulling on us, right? And it's hard to keep the, the main thing. We're used to hearing that as the main thing, but how about the plain thing? Let's just keep it simple. How many of y'all like life simple? Yeah, I like, I, like, I like the simplicity of life. Come on, and that's so important here. So we're going to look at Luke chapter 6. I'm going to read some verses to you. And I believe that they, it doesn't contain everything Jesus did, but I believe it simplifies his three values. Now Jesus has three values. Connecting to God, connecting to others, and connecting others to God. I believe these are the three values. This, I believe if we look at Jesus, the time he spent on earth... And I believe if we look at these things, they're the same things that Jesus wants us to continue to focus on here at Bridge City Church. I just want to keep it simple for you here. And so we're going to go here to verse 12. One day, soon afterward, Jesus was doing all kinds of miracles here. And soon afterward, Jesus went up on a mountain to pray, and he prayed to God all night. Now, before you all get nervous that I'm going to call an all-night prayer meeting, okay, listen, this just, this just talks about, like, Jesus was, he was busy ministering. He was busy doing work, but he never was too busy to do the, the, the main thing, the plain thing, connect to God. He was never too busy just to connect to his Father. And we here at Bridge City Church are all about continuing to have a connection to God. Every person that can hear my voice right now, every person that can hear me, has the ability to have a relationship with God. But unfortunately, we exchange ritual for relationship. We can exchange religion for relationship if we're not careful. But God created us and designed us for a relationship with God, with himself. And he's pulling us into that because what we do is spiritual. And we're going to do everything we can as a church to continue to help you develop a daily devotion to God and also a corporate devotion to God in prayer and getting tapped into the power of God and the presence of God in your everyday life, Monday through Saturday. Jesus' words here, he explained in John 5, 19, I tell you the truth, the Son, even Jesus said, he can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son does also. Oh man, here it is, John 15, 5, Jesus' words, red letters, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. How many of y'all are tired of doing, doing nothing? Yeah, come on, I want to do something for God. I want to produce fruit. I want my life to, to matter, but I have got to be connected to him in order to get there. And that's what this is really communicating so much about here. It's, it's a revival of my heart and my soul. And, and, and this can happen in different ways. Just the other night on Friday, uh, 
my wife and I, we were flying home late. It was like 1130 at night on Friday. And uh, at 30,000 feet, the, the plane was dark. And I just, just plugged in some worship music, just like the kind of music that we were singing this morning. Plugged it in. I was so happy that the plane was dark because I was just having a moment with God. I was having myself some revival, and it was so much fun. I mean, tears started to flow. I started working. Now, I didn't go in full touchdown mode, okay? I kind of went like, you know, carry the, carry the, you know, the groceries mode. I kind of did that, you know? That's where, I, that's where I was living right there, okay? And, but I was like, I'm crying. I'm like worshiping. I'm just having a great time with God. And like that's what's available to us, a connection to God, a devotion. God was just, he was just lighting up my heart. And that's what's available to you on a regular basis. And that's what's available to us. I Listen, listen, I want, I want revival to chase us. I want it to follow our lives. I want it to follow what we do. And that's available. That's that passion. That's that connection to God here, which is so vitally important here. The next value that we see here is connecting to others. Now, now let's look. Now, first of all, I just want to tell you, connecting to others. Jesus had a lot of meetings. This may surprise you, but he did. Now, I want to you know, Jesus loves everyone. He loves everybody, right? Yeah, but he fed the multitudes. That means he had meetings with multitudes, and everybody that showed up got fish and chips. It's like they were all in Pittsburgh on a Friday getting fish sandwiches. Come on, somebody. Come on. How many of y'all love those weeks leading up to Easter? Come on, Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everybody that showed up, he fed. And so when you show up, we, everybody gets a meal. And that's a spiritual meal in our case. But not only that, he trained the 70, and he was training up 70 to go out. And then he discipled the 12, but he also had this inner circle with the three. And they experienced his highest of highs and victories, but they also experienced some, some, some trials and tribulations with him. See, Jesus had all these different, different times that he met, and, and, and I'm trying to point these out because we at Bridge City Church, this is what we do. We have we have. We have Bigger means like Jesus loves everybody, and we're going to extend that love to everybody. Amen. Yeah, and then we're going to feed everybody that shows up is going to get a good spiritual meal. Yeah, and then we're going to train people, right? Yeah, we're going to train everybody, and we're going to get better at that. We're going to disciple people, and then there's them. But we all need an inner circle of three to share our highest of highs and our lows of lows. We need all those in our lives. Because those were Jesus' values. Where do we see him in verse 13, Luke chapter 6? At daybreak, he called together all of his disciples and chose 12 of, 12 of them to be his apostles. And he and, and, and names them all. I guess the biggest question, are we going to be named with Jesus? Are we going to be named as his followers? It's interesting, the people who were discipled, and, and they, they had their name listed there. People say, well, Pastor Rick, why, why, do, why do we have like even church membership? Because we're not afraid to put our names down as being followers of Jesus together. That's why. That's why he, you know one of the first things Jesus did was he got himself a small group. 
That's one of the first things Jesus did. He, he got himself a small group. So if it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for us. That's why my wife and I, we're leading, we're leading a small group. We're leading one of our connection groups. We're always in a group. Because if it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for us. It was his value, it's our value. Are you catching that? It's not just a catchy thing we do in church. It's, it's, it's who we are. It's our value to have relationship and connection with one another. And we can't always have that connection only in the multitude or even in the bigger group being trained, but we can on an intimate level with one another. That's why it's so, so important here. So vitally important. Man, in, in, in Mark chapter 3, it says that Jesus, when he gathered them, he appointed them, which means he made something out of them. Do you know what? After being a follower of Jesus for decades now, Jesus is not done making something good out of my life. How many of y'all with me there? Jesus is still, he's still making something out of my life. He's still forming me. He's still developing me. I'm still becoming more like him on a regular basis. That's so vitally important. Who are the people that Jesus chose? Who were these guys? Who, if there was even women that were following him. And there, was a, there was a group that were following him. Let me tell you what they were like. They were impulsive. Temperamental. Oh, yeah. Easily offended. All the prejudices of their environment. Awkward. Okay, let's bring it home here. How about every time I say one of these that you can identify, you raise your hand right now. Even if you're home all by yourself, I want you to raise your hand. Come on, this is going to be good. This is going to be healing for you right now. Come on. I'm going to start the list over here. Okay? And now if you just want to keep that, just keep it like this. Come on, somebody. You just keep it up. You raise your feet if you have to. I don't care. And, and if you have a neighbor that's just sitting there, you say, raise your hand in Jesus' name. Come on. So let's redo it again. How many impulsive? Temperamental, come on, easily offended, all the prejudices of their environment, awkward, limited abilities, slow to comprehend spiritual things, ignorant and unlearned, <laughs> according to the world's standards, yeah, but, 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 here we go, but they were teachable, yeah, they were teachable, they had big hearts, yeah, and they were willing to confess their need to Jesus, come on, come on, where's those hands out there, come on. Come on, let's give God, let's give you all a big hand. Come on. These are the kind of people that Jesus chose. These are the kind of people that he chose. So he's not looking for a perfect people. He's looking for a teachable people. He's looking for those who have big hearts and are willing to listen to what he says and say, I believe we can do that. Come on, somebody. That's what kind of people make up Bridge City Church. They're difference makers. Okay, let's look at this third value, third value here. Oh, yeah, verse 17. So Jesus went up on the mountain to pray. Got himself a group. He, yeah, he, now he has a meeting, getting with people here. He's training them up. He's equipping them here. Okay, now look what happened. It's about to get good. Come on, verse 17. And when they came down from the mountain, the disciples stood with Jesus on a large level area. Surrounded by many of his followers and by the crowds, there were people from all over Murraysville and Export and Monroeville. Oh, they were from Judea and Jerusalem. 
And from as far north as the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. In verse 18, they had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those troubled by evil spirits were healed. And everyone tried to touch him because healing power went out from him. And he healed everyone. Do you know what the world's waiting for? They're waiting for us to get out of our holy huddle, get off the mountain, and get down on a level area where they are and minister to their needs. Come on, who's with me? This is his value. This Jesus' value. It wasn't, see, we get hung up on the meeting. Then we, we, we get hung up on the mountain. And we get hung up on the songs that we're singing. And we get hung up on this and hung up on that. And listen, we, the whole goal of all that is to live out the mission. The whole goal that God wants us to do here at Bridge City Church is come down on a level place and, 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 and see people and value people and, 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 and help them experience God the same way that we did. This is why he put Bridge City Church on the planet. But if we're not careful, these values will get lost. They'll get lost on everything else that will become important rather than the values. And we'll miss seeing him do something really great. Come on. The goal wasn't those other things. I'm going to tell you, this Easter, Easter's coming real quick here, and we are going to do everything we can this Easter Sunday to help you invite all of your friends and family and everybody on your street and everybody your kids go to school with and everybody you work with could, to, come to come to church and meet Jesus. Doesn't that sound like a good thing? So we're going to do everything we can to help you. As a matter of fact, I want to make a promise to you. If you'll do everything you can to invite everybody you know to come, everything you can, we are going to do our best here not to embarrass you. Is that a good deal? Is that a good, how many of y'all think that's a good deal? Come on. How many of y'all I think I'm going to try that then. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do everything we can because Jesus is so great. And he's so awesome, and he's so wonderful, and it's so awesome to belong to him here. That's what this is really, really all about here, the mission. So it's not only about the mountain, and it's not about the meeting, it's about the mission. So what are we going to do at Bridge City Church in 2023? We're going to continue to live out Jesus' values right here. This is what we're going to do. We're going to continue to maintain the values so that we can continue to be healthy because healthy things grow and growing things change, changing things multiply. And, but I want you to see it through a spiritual lens. I want you to see it through. This isn't Pastor Rick's great idea. This was Jesus' idea, which he got from his Father in heaven. That's the difference maker here. So we're going to get better at meeting with God, and we're doing everything we can to help people learn to pray and have a devotion. And we're training people in, 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 in how to, and this is a fancy word, prophecy. It just means to be used of God in a, in a, in a special way. We're going to even help you understand what that means. And we want to help you understand the power of God and how to live for him on a day-by-day -day basis. How many of y'all think that's a really good thing to focus on? I think that's really, really good. And that's what we want for you. Yeah. And then also we're going to do is we're going to get better at training people. We're going to get better at Bridge City Church of training people and equipping people so that we can be used by God and for God because God wants to make something out of all of us.
Isn't that good? He, wants to, he takes people like us. We read the qualifications, right? I saw your hands up. But they're still teachable and have big hearts and one to try to figure out what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ in 2023. Because really, that's what we're all after. We're just trying to figure this thing out. Are you with me? We're just trying to figure out, in the midst of everything going on in life, how we can live out his values and how we can do this together. And we're going to get better at training men and women and, 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 and families and, and marriage and, 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 and help everybody get trained. We're going to get better at that. And the last but not least here, we're going to get better at the mission of Jesus. We're going to get better at getting down on that level place. We're going to get better at being on that level place and, and, and helping people meet Jesus in a real way. Because his third biggest thing, value that he had, he connected everybody to the Father. And if it was good enough for Jesus, <laughs> good enough for us. Come on. And so that's what we're going to do. And, and, and that's the mission. We're, we're going we're to see more people, what we call here at Bridge City Church, crossing the bridge. When we say cross the bridge, that doesn't mean you're downtown and going to the north side. That means that we're the cross of Jesus Christ, that, that there's no way we could get to heaven without what Jesus Christ has done. And so we're going to get better at communicating that and seeing people begin that relationship and become fully devoted followers of Jesus. But also, we're going to get better at short-term missions. Yeah, we're going to get better at this. Pastor Eric, the, here, pastoring here at, at Murraysville, he's done a great job at leading teams to Guatemala and also Honduras. And we're going to, we're, he's going to present some opportunities for all of us in just a little bit here. But even um, later on this month, I'm going to be making a trip to, uh, to the Texas border to minister to those who are crossing over. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to make a political statement. I'm just going to tell you why I'm doing it. I'm going to go down and check it out for a couple days in the hopes of I'm going to see it and see what they're doing. And I hope to take many of you there to minister to people that are coming into this country and have a need. I'm only telling you why I'm doing it. I'm tired of letting the news and politics and everybody else tell me how to think. I need to go back and, and see the person. Because sometimes I get so wrapped up in what I'm doing, I forget the person. I'm not going, again, I'm not going for political reasons. I'm not going to, to make some statement other than there's people there that are going through something and they're, they're going through something so difficult that they would leave everything just to try to get here. Right, wrong, or indifferent. That may, that's not the point. There's real people there. How bad does it have to be in life that moms are handing their babies off to people saying, please take them in with you. Take them forever. How bad does life have to be for a mom to do that? See, I need to experience that. I don't just need to hear about it. And I need Jesus to break my heart again. I need Jesus to break my heart for what breaks his, not just what offends me. And I believe that many of us here in this room and many people watching right now, we need Jesus to break our hearts again.
We need to see the person beyond the, the program and beyond the, the situation. And that's what God's taking us as a church to do. And so we will do everything sh- short of sin. And we will, we're not going to break the law or do anything unethical, but we're going to do everything we can to express Jesus Christ to people. Who's with me now? Come on, somebody. See, that's what this is about. And in, in in just a few minutes, we're gonna, you're, gonna be, you're gonna be receiving this. In just a couple minutes, you're gonna be receiving a, an annual report. And Pastor Eric's gonna, I, I already know he's gonna do a great job. He's been doing a great job. He's gonna continue to do a great job. And, and he's gonna review some of these things. But let's never lose sight of the person. Let's never lose sight of real people. And so when we ask you to get involved at Bridge City Church, this is basically what we're saying to you. We want you to jump in. See, how many of y'all like pizza? I know, I start talking about being healthy, and then you get this right here. Come on, somebody. I know, the old switcheroo, come on, yeah. You know, sometimes, like, many, many people, they come to church, and they're kind of testing it out, and what they're doing is, they're, they, it used to be like, kick the tires. What they're doing is they're kicking the crust. And then some people jump onto the crust. But I don't know about you. When I eat pizza, I like that middle piece. You know where it's all greasy? The anointing flows. Where like you pull the piece out and the anointing's there. I like that middle. That's where the good part is. And that's where God wants us to live in the center. So many people here today, you're deciding whether you want to jump onto the crust or not. That's like that outer, like, okay, I'm going to kind of check out the deal. And then some people today in next steps and taking your next step with God, and you're going, to, you're going to attend after church today. If you're not a part, you're going to come and learn about it. You're going to kind of decide if you're going to jump into the pizza. And then the further you go with God and the more connected you get into the center where you get into the center of the pizza where the good part is. That's what we're saying. That it's good to be on the out, but we're inviting everybody in because Jesus loves everybody. But he, listen, he ministers to the multitude, and he's, but he's training and he's discipling and he's still doing what he does. Aren't you glad that God's not done yet? Come on, somebody. And so we're going to have the joy right now of seeing what God has done, but also rejoice in what God is going to do. Because I gave you the focus for 2023. Jesus' values are our values. And that's what we're going to, that we're going to do. So let's welcome Pastor Eric. Come on, let's welcome him together. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Ushers, if you could pass those annual reports out. Uh, they'll be making their way down. They're going to pass these out. These uh, we print these out every year, uh, typically the first of March, just so you understand what you're getting. This is an annual report of highlighting a lot of things that happened over the past year. We couldn't put everything in these, uh, but there's a lot of numbers we're going to go through and a lot of stories and awesome things that God has done uh, through Bridge City Church. And uh, we're going to have a lot of slides up for you too. And I want you guys to know this. This isn't a, a private family meeting, right? This isn't a, we're calling a family business meeting. We're going to talk... This is an invitation for you to get to see what God has done over the past year and then looking ahead to 2023 and beyond of what God is going to do. 
And I don't want you to get lost in the book yet. We're going to go through some of these together. Again, there's, there's lots of stories through here. But I do want you to turn first to page 20. And the page numbers are right at the top in the center, right near the, the fold. So it's page 20 and 21, near the back, about halfway through. Um, and, and if you want to as well, you could take a picture of the QR code. If you can go back on that last slide. Uh, if you want a digital copy of this, you can take your phone out right now on the screen Take a picture of that, and that'll pull up uh, an annual, the annual, the same exact thing in digital format on your phone. You could share that with somebody if you want to, or just be able to pull it up quickly, save it on your phone. I want you to be able to see the annual report. And for those of you at home, you can do the same thing. You could scan that QR code and get that information on the website as well. But I want to turn page 20 and 21. Uh, first thing to, to point out is tithes and offerings. And I want to start by saying... I love any organization that is transparent with their finances. Anybody else? Like, I, I love knowing what, where my money's going, what they stand for. They can, we, organizations can say they stand for something, but if their money's not going there, I don't buy it, right? So we're going to see where the money that comes in the Bridge City Church is going, but we want to celebrate, too, that tithes and offerings, $1.5 million. It's 11.2% increase since 2021 to 2022. Murraysville there, you can see all, all four campuses. Uh, there's an increase in Murraysville, this campus specifically, of 13%. And that's because of all of you being generous and sacrificial. So thank you so much for, for giving and, and trusting God to provide. That's really what it is. It's an, a step of faith. Uh, the next slide we have is the expenses. Actually, the next one's a One Vision campaign. So One Vision campaign is a three-year generosity initiative. We started about 16 months ago, uh, so we're partway through that uh, three-year commitment where we had one, over $1.8 million committed to this one campaign uh, for building renovations, for making more, making more room for people, for planning to purchase buildings for some of the facilities that are renting, such as ours. So far, we've received 617000 so just over a third. Uh, so there's room for you to find out more. And just to clarify, that 414000 is what came in 2022. So that's why there's a little difference in the number. Six Some came in last year, some came in this year, but that 414 was in 2022. And while you're looking at that book, just to the right, page 21, we have the expenses, 1.77 million uh, expenses. And I know uh, you can see very clearly in the book, 2.1 million came in, 1.77 went out. That's always good when you have more come in than go out. Anybody do a budget at home? right? That's always good to have more coming in than going. And we are being good stewards of the money that's being given. We're saving money. We're storing up money. We're planning future things to, to really invest to be the most impactful. And just some of the, the percentage breakdown is there. And just so you, those of you know, those are very, very healthy numbers, um, especially in the church world and in nonprofit. Those are extremely healthy numbers and love celebrating that we give away a lot of money to missions, Missions, we give 13% of our tithes and offerings we received. In 2022, we gave away to missions, $242,000. If you turn back one page in the book, page 18, uh, has a, a green page on the right and a kind of a tan page on the left. There's a list of all the ministries and where the missions money went to. It's not going to some random organizations. Every one of these organizations, we know people personally, we work with through the uh, network of related pastors, which is a, a network that we as Bridge City Church belong to. We trust them. We trust what they're doing. 
know the founding uh, pastor, the, found, the, the president of the organization very well is Pastor Keith, uh, who many of you know is our, found, our founding pastor. But all, these, all the money that we have listed out, down to the dollar, is listed out so you see exactly where it went. A lot of money went to Ukraine to help them, and it's not just going to the country. It's going to help the churches and the humanitarian aid and the relief efforts to share Jesus with the refugees who were fleeing Ukraine and into the Ukrainian borders as well, uh, the school in Bami, Liberia. There's, I, I don't want to go through every single one of them, but there's all these organizations, all these missions opportunities that we're able to sow into, to invest money into, to really make a difference uh, locally and around the world as well. Giving, giving is something we want to continue to give towards missions. And we also have mission trips, as Pastor Rick mentioned, uh, opportunities. You have an opportunity to potentially go to the border with him, uh, to Texas. I'm trying to find the list. There's a list on the screen. I don't need to find it in the book. It's in the book somewhere. Uh, that There's a trip to Honduras being that's scheduled June 3rd to the 10th. If you want to go uh, to Honduras to work with the Buffalo Dream Centers, the people that we know down there who are missionaries there working, doing a great work, was just there this past year, working on the mountain, working with the, the local people there. It's a, it's a, a tremendous experience to get to uh, take your kids, and I'm looking forward to Guatemala. I'm taking my 12-year-old. There's several other people who are going to take their kids, their teenagers. There's uh, student leaders. There's four student leaders who are going to go to Guatemala with me in June uh, to minister, do kids ministry, youth ministry. Been to Guatemala several times, working with Wesley and Katie. Uh, just wanting you to know that there's opportunities for you to go on mission trip. And maybe going out of the country is not, not a good option for you for whatever reason. Pittsburgh mission trip we have every year is scheduled for June 29th to July 1st. We impact our community right here in Murraysville, in the surrounding areas, and every campus is doing something in their, their local communities. Uh, we are already plotting and planning what, what things we're going to be doing, how we're going to be most impactful to reach people right here in our back door right here in our, on our streets, and people say all the time, well, Murraysville is such an affluent area. We, they, don't need, they don't need help. I'm like, there are so many needs right here in Murraysville, and we, we think everyone has it all together, but the reality is they don't. Anybody know from personal experience? We, we don't have it all together all the time, and there's needs being that we can meet, uh, financial needs, food needs, just sharing the hope of Jesus with people and helping kids and helping families especially get connected, so we're playing that, want you to be a part of that. Coming up at the end of June, there's an NRP youth conference, mission trip to Buffalo, and then the Texas trip and trip to Liberia being scheduled as well. Typically, Liberia's in November. Uh, if you want to go to West Africa, Pastor Gary from our Brighton Heights campus uh, was just in Africa, got back yesterday, day before yesterday, and uh, just somebody that, again, we know the people who are going on these trips. We know the organizations we're going and working with. It's never about us. It's always about what can we do to help that trip and those people who are doing the work continue moving forward. So there's opportunities for you. If you're interested in any of those, you can go to Connection Point, take that, write down your name, what trip you're interested in. You can email our, on, the, on the website. There's info at Bridge City PGH. You can email in, just say, hey, I'm interested in this trip. Somebody will reach out to you to help you get all the details of what you need for that trip. Um, also, next slide there is... Uh, the number of salvations. Now, in, in the book of Luke, in the, this, this is on page, let me help you, page six in the, in the annual report. Before we get lost in all those numbers, because we're going to go through some of those, I want to start by sharing with, in Luke, in the book of Luke, in the gospel, it says in chapter 15, 
It says, there's more joy in heaven when one person turns and repents and turns towards God, that the angels rejoice in heaven. And that 73 people did just that, that there was a celebration in heaven when every single one of those people turned towards God. So I just want to applaud, thank God for that. 73 salvations, and they're listed out per campus there. 33 people took their next step in being water baptized. And we have baptisms coming up in end of April. If you've never been fully submerged, water baptized, as your way of saying, I'm a follower of Jesus and I want to identify with Jesus, then we invite you to get signed up to register. You're going to be hearing more about that in the coming weeks as well. But we celebrate people taking their next step and being water baptized. Uh, next slide we have is our weekly group attendance. As Pastor Rick mentioned, one of the first things Jesus did is he got himself a group. He got a small group of people to do life with. We value groups, believe groups are so vital to your health, to your growth. And our group attendance is listed there uh, across all the campuses. Uh, 86 people every week was the average attendance in the week uh, for each week in 2022. That's very healthy. Uh, we're seeing that grow and grow more and more as people are getting connected to groups. Our average, average weekly attendance is 661. Again, one church, four locations, all the other three locations doing the same thing I'm doing right now, going through the numbers. Murraysville, we're at 151, 2022. So far this year, we're well above that. Actually, today we have 190 people in the, in the building today. So we can applaud for that as well. Uh, to celebrate the growth and the health of what Jesus is doing through our church and then victory and freedom, 119 people. Maybe you don't know what this is. This is our encounter weekend. We have an all-day Saturday from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. where people come. We host them and teach in our campuses. Men and women are separate. We help them understand how they can be victorious over their past, dealing with stuff in their past, and then walk in freedom into their future. And there's a lot of teaching, a lot of things that go into that, but really helping people be free and to walk in their purposes that God has for them. 74 people attended for the first time in 2022. You know that 74 and all these numbers, and I look at this page with all these numbers on it, 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 it's so much more than just numbers. It's so much more than just a 74. Every single one of these numbers has a name attached to it. Every one of these names is, represents a family. Every family, every person has a story. That's really why this is important. It's not about the numbers. Numbers do matter. Your cholesterol, your heart rate, your blood pressure, your weight. Those numbers matter, right? We should care about those numbers. But more than that, we care about the names and the stories and the families of people. That's why we do this is we celebrate what God has done in people's lives. To see as many people as possible begin a relationship with God and become fully devoted followers. That means getting free from their stuff. That means getting connected to a group. That means taking their next steps in water baptism. So with these, and there's so many awesome stories, and actually, I just want to brag on one of them. Page five, Tom and Robbie, they're, uh, they're in this campus, attend the Murraysville campus. There's stories in there uh, of how they came to Bridge City Church and what God's been doing in them. Brandon and Stephanie in our connection group at uh, White Oak Campus. There's a lot of, lot of these stories, and I invite you, just take time, whether it's after lunch or sometime later today or just this week, just read through these stories. Take the time and read. You may not know who Tom and Robbie are or Tom and Bobby on, at the White Oak campus or some of these stories, but allow God to do a work in your heart as he's done in mine. I've had this book for a few days. I've had the privilege to be able to read these stories and just be so overwhelmed with God's goodness. On page 12, there's a story of 
a girl named Aaliyah, young teenage girl, North Braddock campus. She tells the story of when she was 13, she was pregnant, wanted to have an abortion, but there was people who stepped in to care for her, to love her, to support her. Now her beautiful baby boy, Tobias, is, is, or Thomas, is healthy and strong and doing so well, and just the, the overwhelming love that she's received. That's why we do what we do. For people like Aaliyah, for people like Tom and Bobby, for, for the stories that we hear about. And I just want to encourage you to read those stories to remember, that's what you get to be a part of. When you say yes to being a part of Bridge City Church, it's not your name's on a, on a piece of paper somewhere and you become a member. And, and it's so much more than just your name being recognized, but it is saying, I'm a part of this. And when you say yes to the church, you're saying yes to stories just like this. And then right there on page 13, uh, I want to share with you, uh, making room for more. There's some pictures of some construction that we did here in this campus. Some of you who are newer didn't realize uh, it, through this door on this side, we had, well, we had the older kids wing. They were smaller rooms. They were, they were great rooms, worked for many, many years. But we realized we had too many kids come and we need to make room for more. So we renovated space behind the, the women's and men's restroom and added bigger rooms. We made bigger spaces for the kids, nicer spaces, all new, new everything, uh, even expanded the women's restroom. Uh, we added, added several toilets. Those of you listening online, that was for the women's restroom, yes. Uh, the women's restroom is so much nicer, and it can, can, can uh, hold more people and more things. And the reason we, we did all that was we want to make room for more people. We don't exist just for us, but we want to make room for as many people as possible to come and experience what we've all experienced, right? In North Braddock, there were some uh, renovations there as well. We're working on other campuses, doing some renovations and updates. And I'm here to tell you the great news is those bigger room, kids' rooms we have, they're, they're getting overrun as well. There's too many kids, and I say that very joyfully, if there's too many kids, because what better place for kids to come than in the church to hear the word of God, to be prayed for, to hear hope in the gospel of Jesus? We are unapologetically wanting as many kids as possible to come hear the word of God. And the good news is we're running out of space again. So we have to come up with a solution. And the solution for making room for more people is we're excited to say, can I get a drum roll? Where's Don? Uh, drum roll. There he is, way in the back. We're going to be going to two worship experience times starting on April 9th, which is Easter Sunday. So we won't, we'll no longer meet on, at 10 a.m. on Sunday, but we're going to be meeting at 9 and 1045 starting on April 9th for Easter Sunday and moving on. We're going to be at two worship times. Let's give God a hand for that. So you may need to change up your Sunday morning schedule a little bit, but we, why we're doing this, we want to make room for more people, for more stories like we're reading about, more, not just the numbers. The numbers are great and they're important, but we want to make room for more stories to take place, for more families to get help, for more marriages to get restored, more people to hear about Jesus, right? So we're going we're gonna to make room for more. We're going to two. Wanted you to hear that from, from me. Uh, excited about what God's doing. Excited about the expansion and the growth and the health. Uh, make sure to read through those stories. This time we're going to transition to Pastor Rick. He's going to come on up. We're going to recognize some team leaders. Man. Yeah, I'll get them up. Come on. Let's give Pastor Eric a great big hand. Thank you so much. Yeah. Excellent. 
How many of y'all are seeing things differently this morning? Y'all, y'all seeing things a little different? Amen. Seeing what God's doing, his values, our values. Come on. Well, we, um, we get to an opportunity this morning not only to recognize and applaud people, but we're going to recognize there's this thing in the Bible that are called deacons. And, um, and it's done different ways in different churches. I'm not here to say that we have the perfect way. We just have our way. And our team leaders are part of the structure of our church that leads our A-team. So when you serve on a team, you're on the A-team. And we recognize those who serve. And our goal is that everybody here would be on a team and in a group. Because we don't just want you to be a number. We want you to be cared for. We want you to have family. We want you to, 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 to not just be a, a number, but, but a name for people you serve with. And so today, we're going to recognize those team leaders here at the Murraysville campus of Bridge City Church. So if you could give me that list of names, here they are. If you're on this list up above here, if you could make your way up, we have all kinds of people that are going to come up front here. And then I'm going to brag on them a little bit here. Come up and just line up right in the front and then face out. Don't face me. They want to see you there. Come on. Come on. Come on. Give them a big hand now. Come on. Come on. Squeeze in. Squeeze in. Squeeze in. Come on. Come on to the center. Come into the center. Come into the center. Very good. And um, the people that are standing in front of you, I want you to, I want you to hear like in, in the Bible, in Acts chapter 6, there's this example that we have of people that have a limited and delegated authority to do a specific task to minister to a specific group. These are the people that we've identified here. And also, they meet qualifications. They meet the qualifications found in 1 Timothy chapter 3. That means every one of them, are, they give 10% of their income to the, to the, work, to the local church. They, they've qualified. They, they give. They said, we're, we're all in. Okay? They give. They're, they're givers, not only of their money, but their time and their talent. They meet character qualifications that they're set in, and, and they serve in this role. As long as they're a leader, they're in that role. If they step out of that role, then they're no longer part of the diaconate. I love things simple. How many of y'all like simplicity? I do. And so all of these people here, as I say your name, just raise your hand so the people out there know who you are. Heather Hutfliss and uh, Mike Hutfliss, Jesse Regal, Jeff Fanata, Katie Fox, Bob and Suzanne Brown, yeah, I was going to say, Becca got married. That's no longer a beam in there. I was going to say, or something happened. I was away for a week. I was like, no, no, no. Becca DeGlau there, Rachel Bimber, Lauren Bloomer, Alice Wilson, Josh Riggle, Jared Keene, Marie Matarazzo, Katie Fox, Ashley Prokopic, Pearl Kowalski, and Nikki Lucas, and then Jared and Mary Keene listed again. Can we give them all a big hand? Come on, thank you. And so, so now, as we recognize them, I'm going to pray over them and just recognize them, not just before you, but before God and for all of you at home as well. So Pastor Eric's going to come and he's going to just pray for them as well. And can you join with me in prayer and just thanking these people for what they do? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for each and every person that's represented here, God.
Lord God, I pray, Father, a blessing over each and every one of them, Lord. God, I thank you for this delegated authority that they have received. Thank you for the character, the development. Thank you for what they represent and who they represent. Lord God, we pray, Father, that you would expand them and multiply them. Help them train and equip more of us for your work. Lord God, that your church would continue to be a place that would represent you well. Lord God, I pray, Father, that as a result of their ministry, we as your people, Lord God, would be able to minister to more and more people and be able to see more and more people begin a relationship with God and become fully devoted followers of Jesus. So God, we commission them to your work and recognize your work in and through them. In Jesus' name, amen. I just want to say on behalf of the elders and pastors, thank you to everybody that's up front right here. You all can be seated, and thank you so much. Come on, let's give them all a, a big thank you. Come on. And uh, just so thankful. And I just want to say what Pastor Eric shared just a few minutes ago with um, adding another worship time. I'm just so excited. Come on, I'm just really excited because that, that we can see more people, and, and that's what it's about. And I just want to stand before you and say that, that Pastor Eric and, and Rachel, uh, his wife, Rachel behind me here, they're doing such a great job leading here. Um, he's pastoring people. And I just want to say this, that when God wanted to solve the problem in the world, he sent a son. He didn't send a professional. He sent a son. And when Pastor Eric, in the way he's been trained up and raised up, he's not a hireling. He's what we call a son of the house. He's, he, has the, he has the spirit of a son on him. And Rachel, the spirit of a daughter on her, she's a daughter of the house. And I just want to make it clear that they're doing a great job leading here. I'm not here every week. I am at different locations. I'm at White Oak and Brighton Heights and North Braddock. I'm away. But you know what? This place has continued to flourish. And, and we're going to two, two times, not because of me. It's because of their work. They've done a great job at leading. They're doing leadership. Because they have that spirit on them, a spirit of a son and a spirit of a daughter. And when we invite you to be a part, and, and I'm hoping that if you're not a part of what God's doing here, you're going to jump in to next steps today. And you're going to get there. I'm going to share with you. So we can together be sons and daughters of the Most High God. We can do something for Him. Come off our holy huddle, out of the mountain, onto the level place, and meet needs. Would you stand to your feet with me right now? We're going to... Uh, we're going to sing a song. and If you're watching from wherever you are right now, I hope you're going to join with us. We're going to sing a song that speaks of do it again. God, would you continue to do something great with your people? Would we make this a song of prayer? A song of hope together? That we're not on an airplane? I want you to go to full touchdown mode. Come on, I want you to just open up your hearts and like together, let's sing this together. And some of you, I really believe God wants, God wants you, like, would you move out of your seats and come up front with me? Come on, would you move out and just come up front? Let's sing this song together. 
Let's together sing a united song that together, God, would you continue to do what only you can do. Come on, would you, would, would, would many of you come forward now and join me? Come way up front. And let's not be inhibited, but let's just begin to honor God and worship him and thank him for what he has done. But God, let your movement continue. Let who you are, God, continue to be here at Bridge City Church. Come on, church. Come on. Come on, join me.